With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zen 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. If you've ever been to Vegas, there's a hotel called the Mirage, and that would be Carswell. Uh, shows flashes of success, just enough to tease you. Yeah, it's like yeah, back in your you know, dating days, you go out, there's uh, the beautiful uh, lady across the bar there, and she kind of flashed a little bit, get you all worked up there. And uh, yeah, I think the, uh, the clinical term uh, men experience is called blue balls. So I think that is the, uh, the term there. <laughs> <laughs> you give it, you're like, no, no, this is going to be the time. This is going to be the time. No, 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 no. You're, you're back home on Pornhub. Uh, that's that's pretty much the, the car experience, okay? And uh, it's just an optical illusion. A performance against Arizona. This is really symbolic of Derek Carr's entire career. The first half of the game, he was zipping the ball around. He had 210 yards passing. He was averaging almost nine yards per pass. Had a, a great game going, right? Raiders up 20 and nothing. He's completing 75% of his passes. Things are going really well. You're like, okay, here we go. This is, uh, this is all, all that he's cracked up to be. And in the second half, he completes less than 50% of his passes. Now, I had to do a double take on this because I thought, well, I knew he was bad, but I didn't realize he was just bad. 
He averaged less than three yards per pass attempt. 2.8 yards per attempt after halftime. 2.8 yards per pass attempt, which I think is hard to do. His passer rating in the second half and overtime, 53.4. So as a result, he gets sentenced to wear the sandwich board. And so Carr gets to spend numerous hours now on uh, Las Vegas Boulevard. They're standing next to Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, and Buzz Lightyear. And on that uh, sign, uh, it'll explain he was terrible in the second half, and he cost the Raiders a victory. One play. You need one play from your quarterback. One play. Now, I may or may not have had a financial investment in the Raiders, so I might be a little sensitive to the fact that the Raiders up 20 nothing seemed like a gimme. Like I, I was like, okay, I got that. That's one I got. And it was a – that's why they call it handicap. You, there's some things you can't factor in, like the intestinal fortitude of an entire franchise, the Raiders, in the second. All right, now part B of this, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad are things for the Raiders? So being measured here and not being a reactionary talk show host, uh, I'm at a 9.0, for the Raiders. Josh McDaniels was brought in to what? Change the culture. He's the guy that hung out with Bill Belichick. Fix-it Felix Jr. from Wreck-It Ralph for Derek Carr. And these aren't the same old silver and black. These, this is not the same old Derek Carr. After all, McDaniels, he stole from the Patriots a little bit of that gold dust from Belichick. He had a little gold dust with him. He, he had rubbed shoulders and elbows with Tom Brady in New England. Well, we are now just, what, 12%, a little less than that through the NFL 17-game regular season. And spoiler alert, spoiler alert, same old Derek Carr. Same old Derek Carr. Self-inflicted wounds with a wink and a nod to Hunter Renfro, who tried to give the game away in overtime, failed, and then gave the game away. He fumbled, handing the game to Arizona. Two fumbles in overtime. Now, again, I guess I'm nitpicking. But you would think if you fumbled the first time, you'd make it a point of emphasis not to fumble again the next time you get the ball. Uh, No, fumble. Fumble, 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 fumble. And so the the Raiders, even by Raiders standards, this is unusual. The Raiders had played 39 games all time, leading by 20 20 or more points at halftime. They were 39-0. So this is the largest blown lead in franchise history. And uh, Al Davis turning over in his grave right now. That sound you heard was the needle popping. The silver and black balloon. It's still early. It's only two games. There's time. Yada, 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 yada. All right, we do the show right now. We don't wait until the end of the year to do the show. We do the talk show right now. And at this moment, the Raiders are 0-2. They lost a divisional game against the Chargers. And they just handed over. Handed over a game at home. To a pretty mediocre Cardinal team. Nobody thinks the Cardinals are any good. And uh, when everyone gets off their, you know, takes their knee pads off for Kyler Murray, I believe they will realize uh, that he wasn't all that good. He had a couple of plays, a couple of good plays there, but this was more about the Raiders than anything else. And you get off to that start 0 and 2, and now things get even more difficult. The Raiders have a road trip to Nashville to take on Clay Travis's Tennessee Titans. Uh, that'll be next week. And then they play the Broncos at home and the Chiefs 
So back-to-back divisional games going into an early bye. The Raiders, one of the teams that has the early bye, They're, they have a good chance of getting off to a 1-4 start uh, based on the way they have performed here. And I'm being realistic. All right, last word here. So is Devontae Adams having regrets about going to Vegas? He's like, wait a minute. I don't get to play the Bears here. I don't get to play the Lions or the Vikings. What's up with that? So he's got to be in, in, inspecting his fingernails, kind of stroking his chin, doing the bad body language thing, contemplating uh, things. Uh, it's, it's like uh, from The Wizard of Oz, Dorothy Gale, right? And that cartoon bubble over his head. De- Devontae, I've got a feeling we're not in Green Bay anymore. No, you're not. But at least his bank account is doing very well. He would have made a lot of money in Green Bay. He's making a lot of money in Vegas. Gets to hang out with his college buddy. They can talk about how great they were at Fresno State. But man, oh man, hit the buffet. Maybe it's a buffet right now or the after hours party in Vegas. Man, uh, what the heck happened? One week after the Raiders force-fed, shoved the football to Devontae Adams, 17 targets in week one, 10 receptions, 141 yards. Great stat line touchdown. Uh, Devontae Adams had seven targets, so 10 less using back of the napkin Maller math. And he caught just two of them for 12 yards. He did have a touchdown, so the Raiders go down. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox, and we're going to open up the phone lines here in a minute. This portion of the Ben Maller Show, made possible by our friends at Discover Card. We could talk about how complicated all their banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. And we talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. If you would like to be part of of the program. You don't have to call. we got plenty of content, but do you have something you think somebody wants to hear, an opinion, uh, feel free. The Cowboys won, so I imagine we'll hear from Cowboy Dan, Cowboy Bob, Cowboy Bill, Cowboy Steve, Cowboy Jim, all them. They'll call up. They don't call up when the Cowboys lose. It was a surprising win for many. I had the Cowboys. Uh, I did not expect them to actually win the game outright. I thought they would lose, but cover the spread. They won the game outright. So that was that was good for me. I was happy about that. The Burner account writes in, says, Benjamin, that should count as at least three losses. Heads should roll after that performance. I bet John Gruden was falling out of his chair laughing at that hot garbage display. Will the Raiders miss the playoffs, Benjamin, off with Josh McDaniel's head, says the Burner account. Tom from SoCal in Fullerton says, Ben, if the Raiders win, you occasionally do a dramatic Reading of the autumn wind. If the Raiders lose, you should have that producer with the high-pitched voice read the autumn wind. Well, he's not here. so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Although that would be entertaining. That would be very nice. Let's see. What else do we have? A page down. A page down. Now here's a good headline from the tabloids in New York. We'll get to the Jets-Browns game a little bit later. Listener Tim points out the quote of the day from Joe Flacco. He said of the Jets' improbable gift from Cleveland. He said, the win is like a drug for uh, for Flacco. What kind of drugs is he doing? I don't know. 
Man, oh man, a lot of, a lot of different directions to go here as the NFL uh, two weeks, and we still got four teams that are playing on Monday night, including the big bad Buffalo Bills, the Bills wagon, Tennessee Titans, and an interesting week two NFC matchup: the Vikings, fresh off beating the Green Bay Packers, and now they take on the Philadelphia Eagles, who made the Detroit Lions look like the greatest show on turf last week. And so what will happen here for the Vikings, who are seemingly a better offensive team than Detroit? They have more name, brand value there. We'll see if that travels well or if the Vikings are left holding the bag. As far as the Sunday night game, normally we would start with the Sunday night game, but the Bears suck so much. I I made an editorial decision. I can't do a Bear-Packer monologue. I can't do it. Cannot do it. And uh, I, I know our friends in Chicago, they're oh, no, you just give Fields time. You give Justin Fields time. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the 1970s. The Bears have flashed back to the 1970s. They, they need to, to reincarnate Walter Payton is what they need to do, although Montgomery was running like Walter Payton. It stretches there. Uh, some big runs, uh, a couple of big runs for the Chicago Bears. But Justin Fields attempted 11 passes. 11, and the Uh-oh. the Bears were behind the entire game. He was 7 of 11 for a robust passer rating of uh, below 45 for Chicago, and the Packers uh, win, although not a crisp, not a crisp performance, but standard fair, standard fair when you play a team as inept offensively as the Bears. And, and it goes back to last week, the Bears beat the 49ers. It was the rain! It was the rain, you told me! It was the rain. Okay. And even with all of that, the Bears, who, dr- who drove the ball down, they matriculated the ball down the field, they ended up turning, over, turning it over on downs with about eight minutes. Uh, actually, I think by the time they, uh, they ended up ending the drive, it was right at the Green Bay one-yard line. And Fields looked to me like he got the ball into the end zone. They decided not to give him the touchdown, but that could have, should have, would have won a Conceivably, want to bet there for the gambler that took the Chicago Bears, but it did not happen. Anyway, take some calls. It is a call-in radio show. Actually, do we have that Josh McDaniels audio here? Josh McDaniels, the Raider coach. We began this hour ranting about the Raiders as they were up twenty nothing at halftime with. Just one play by Derek Carr in the second half. One big play. They win the game with proper coaching by Josh McDaniels. They win the game. Neither of those things happened. And uh, let's go now to the horse's mouth here, Josh McDaniels, and what he had to say about his gutless football team. I love our team. I I, I have confidence in them. Um, I love their spirit, the way they work, how competitive they are, the way they practice. Um, I have no doubts about the way our team will respond to this. Um, You know, they had a great week of practice and preparation. So um, this is, you know, like I said, starts with me. I got to do a better job of of helping us to to finish these kind of things out if you get ahead. Um, And and that's what we're going to work hard to do as we go forward. Yeah, I love my team. I love my team. Oh, I love them. Let's get a hotel room. Giggity, 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 giggity. Uh, how much more fun would this be if McDaniels came out and said, that guy's a stiff, that guy's a turd over there. Let me tell you, number 72, he couldn't block anybody, okay? Let me tell you, this guy's a zero, okay? Now, that would be fun. But every time a team sucks, oh, I love my team. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Uh, I don't know what happened. Uh 
The Cardinals packed the middle of the field on Derek Carr. Couldn't find an open receiver after that. So that's what he should have said, right? Yeah. Well, you, you, you know, honesty, but I do see. Is that now? Is that a Raiders shirt? I can't make that. I guess it's like a video game, a Tech Mobile. That's Tech Mobile, right? It's right. Bo Jackson. Bo Tech Jackson, Mo- baby. Yeah, that's a legend. Could they get Tech Mobile Bo Jackson to play? Because that would be a pretty good player. That would be, That'd that would be great. Be, if they, once they combine, like, you know, 100 years from now, maybe not even 100 years, they'll combine, like, video games and human beings, and they'll have uh, – it, it'd be amazing. It'd be like those movies, you know, where they combine the cartoon characters with real life, and you could have, like, Tech Mobile, Bull Jackson. You could have Michael Vick, who was unstoppable in his era on video games, and it'd be, be wonderful. Uh, Aaron writes in, he says, I had a feeling your opening monologue was going to be on the Raider-Cardinal game. At what point did you realize that the tone had to change from Kyler hate to Raider ineptitude? Well, uh, again, uh, Kyler uh, was not uh, amazing. Now let's go to our Raider fans, our Raider experts, because if I say it, you say, oh, it's just Maller, he's just a gas bag. Uh, Danny G is in for Coop. Danny G, do you think that Kyler Murray was the reason that the Raiders lost that game, that he was so good in the second half that that's why Arizona won. Let's get Danny G's opinion. Go ahead, Danny. Uh, no. Exactly. There were several three and outs. The offense couldn't stay on the field. The defense was on the field for the Raiders 40 the minutes entire on the second field. half. 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then when it looked like the Raiders finally made a stand, there was a BS bogus holding call in the end zone, which didn't help uh-huh. things. Yeah. yeah, and Max Crosby couldn't wrap him up with that sack that also could have ended the game. Just mistake after mistake in the second half. All right, Roberto Flores, your thoughts. Kyler Murray, the little guy, the glitch, the video game glitch, Alligator Arms Murray, was he the reason the Raiders lost? No, the Raiders exactly. had aptitude on offense in that second half, and then yeah. the, the defense just being on the field. I think they were on the field for actually like 40 minutes at one point. In real time. In real time, yeah. 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 40 minutes. Well, I'm, I'm happy I will not be watching any of the talking head shows because they'll all be sucking the toes of Kyler Murray, at least the little toes. But in the second half of that game, Kyler Murray had a passer rating below 84. Below 84 in the second half. But it's going to be a Manny and a Patty. Manny and a Patty for this guy. How great is he? Come on. Clean the toenails. Clean the fingernails. Stop. Stop. Uh, let's go to the phones. Well, actually, we'll go to the phones in a second. I'm on time, Mallard. By the clock, for the clock, plausibly all about the clock. When did that start? Today. <laughs> yeah, right uh, now. All right, we will uh, have honoring Joe Rogan and friends. So we had a, a celebration honoring Joe Rogan and friends. If you're watching the Sunday night game, a one-sided what? affair, uh, Sunday night football, Chicago deciding the forward pass is taboo. They want to go back to a kinder time when football was just run the ball. And so that's what they did with that bum Justin Fields. So Green Bay in this game, they were up 24-7. They took a 24-7 lead after uh, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers on a five-yard pass play to Alan Lazard with 32 seconds remaining in the second quarter, and that's when the fun began. Uh, Lazard there uh, celebrating uh, his uh, big, you know, big touchdown there, and they, his teammates gathered around, and they did what is believed to be for the first time in NFL history an ayahuasca-themed celebration, of course, the uh, – psychedelic which Joe Rogan and Aaron Rodgers love so much there as they uh, the teammates rallying around Alan Lazard and they simulated pouring a drink into the, uh, the cupped hand of each of the teammates there who pretended to pass out after having a sip of the ayahuasca <laughs> there you go so, big celebration there at Lambeau Field 
the not-so-frozen tundra. All right, to the phones we go, and from the Commonwealth, a man who loves the creepy quarterback, the uh, Sean Watson. Let's say hello to Andre. Hello, Andre. What is going on, Ben? Good to be back with you, okay? Uh, straight through uh, the football season, as I said. The summer was glorious, uh, but now, you know, into the fall here in New England. I'm sticking with uh, you, Ben. I want to be a part of the Madden Militia. Now, to my man, uh, Josh McDaniels, who just left the Commonwealth and is now on his uh, own two feet uh, with the Raiders, this loss was atrocious, Ben. Absolutely unacceptable, based on the fact that the AFC is much stronger than it's been in years past. So these early season losses, these slip-ups, okay, they can't just be uh, smiled away. Like you talked about, he's having a love fest here, talking about how he loves his team and he loves the guys. How about when they miss the playoffs, okay? How, where's all the love going to be then with all, with all this talent that he has? Devontae Adams, him and Derek Carr back together. It's supposed to be magical with, under his leadership. And then you give up a freaking game, excuse me, to Cliff Kingsbury, Mr. Early Season Success, Late Season Failure. You can't lose to this guy, okay, who traditionally, consistently regresses in the second half of the year. This could be the reason that the, the, uh, the Raiders don't make the playoffs. So I think, uh, you know, yeah, you can try to smile it away and the rest of this stuff, uh, but this team is too talented and there's too high of expectations. And never mind that gave John Gruden $100 million. This franchise is looking for winners. So uh, I, I was a little bit, um, you know, it, it's nice, you know, to see Kyler kind of, you know, get, get past the Call of Duty talk and get a big win and all the rest of that stuff. But the Raiders, they can't give these gimmies away, particularly in that division and in that conference with their roster. So uh, I, I think they really, need to, they really need to step it up. Ben, it's great to be back with you. As I said, I'm going to be continuing with you, even though we're in the school year and it's glorious and education is uh, yeah. my profession. What time, what time school start? What are we looking at? How many hours do you have till school starts? All right, school starts 7.15, Ben, okay. But I got I to gotta manage. As you said, Ben, uh, and, and this, uh, if you want to do something, you got to make certain sacrifices. So we adjust the sleep schedule, you know, a little bit. Right. But I, I'm a proud member of the Mather Militia. Thanks for getting right. to me well, early. Go, now go and, to bed. Uh, and, all right. Go to bed. Get we'll some sleep. Have a good, have a good right. uh, right. show, Ben. All right. There you go. So Andre from the Commonwealth checking in. DJ. Great, great teacher there. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to go to my campus at 7.30. So. Well, listen, uh, we love the teachers. They're yeah. big fans of the show. We have certain teachers that listen. A lot of guys will get up early and listen, not stay up and then go to bed. It, you know, usually, either way, I mean, it's a tough. If this was the 80s, we could just ski to work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, DJ JD of Born to DJ says 9.0 on your opening monologue. I would have given you a 10, but I was expecting more Kyler Murray jokes. I'm sorry to disappoint you. Sorry to let you down. Bad job by me. I will make sure to goof on Kyler uh, more in the future. We will work. Well, I on heard it. he had a little party after the victory. No, he's right now. He's, if you go over to Twitch, Kyler's on there right now. He's gaming. He's doing very well, I hear. On the, he's got a higher passer rating on the game. He's doing very well there. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati says, I do not want to hear Raider fans uh, bitching about Zach Taylor is basically what happens if Marcel and Blair uh, hung, hang out together and uh, had a baby. Uh, way under 500 as coach. What? Fire him, says the uh, Justin in Cincinnati character. Please play the Marcel what drop? What? 
Yeah. Uh, Nick uh, writes in, uh, he says, I think you should look at rosters, the Lions versus the White Vikings on paper. Uh, he then he's now he's now believes the Lions are better than the Vikings. They are more talented, uh, Nick. Uh, Nick, please uh, pull over and take a nap. I think you're a little tired there, Nick, and uh, you've, you're delusional. I believe you are. So I'm just, just pointing that out. All right. Uh, let's go to Sean the Hood Guy, who is next. Hello, Sean the Hood Guy, a fan favorite. Hey, what's going on, Big Ben, homie? Hey, uh, this phone call is for the AFC North. All of them lost every game. All the teams lost this year in that division today. First of all, I want to get on the Steelers. This old dumping pass up, these short passes is not working. You got two receivers that's deep threats. You can't even throw the ball downfield to them. That's why the crowd was booing the Steelers today, and they was hollering for Kenny. Number two, the, the Ravens, oh, my goodness, the, the, the Baltimore Crows. Let me tell you something, Lamar Jackson. That's why they didn't cut the check, okay? Uh, <laughs> Cleveland. Every time y'all got scored on by the Jets, I kept hearing Dick and Dayton's music. That's all. That's why I had to laugh at y'all. But I will see. I will see y'all on Thursday. Now the Bengals. Oh my goodness! For for the last year, last year y'all lost the Super Bowl. I've been on y'all heads. I know y'all got there on the flu. Every time I got on tour with a Bengal fan, they want to holler, "Welcome to the jungle." Well, you can't play Guns and Roses no more. All I'm hearing is Soundgarden outside. So every time y'all hit that field, I'm playing Soundgarden outside y'all because y'all not getting it together. Y'all made it by humbug next year. So, hey, it is what it is. But somebody got to do something about this Steelers stuff, man, because we didn't lost our best player on defense, and we got a quarterback that's scared to throw down the field. You know what pressure does the pipes, Big Ben. So I don't know what Mike Tomlin is going to do because the crowd is saying boo and they want Kenny in. I'll holler at y'all later, man. All right, there goes the great Sean Hook guy breaking down the division. A repulsive division. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Life's better with American Family Insurance. Because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So our lead this hour comes from Jacksonville. There's not a game that we had circled anticipating to talk about. But that was the scene of the crime. An AFC South brouhaha. Did you watch? This was not one of the high-profile games, so chances are you did not. But if you had watched the game, if you looked at the post-game box score, you would know that Trevor Lawrence threw not one but two touchdown passes to Christian Kirk, the guy that they overpaid to leave Arizona, and Jacksonville bird-dogging Matt Ryan early and often while handling Indianapolis a 24-0 shutout, and that is the eighth consecutive home win in this series, eight consecutive home wins in this series. The Colts have not won in northern Florida, in the capital uh, of uh, bad football in Florida, uh, since 2014. Since 2014. That's the last time that they were able to go in there and walk out victorious. So let us discuss the question. What the heck happened to Matty Ice and the Colts' offense? They were supposed to be able to run the ball and throw the ball, and now? Uh, how about none of the above? How about none of the above? For Indianapolis, at one point last year during the regular season, they were the hip kids, right? They were all oh, they're going places. They couldn't even make the playoffs because they screwed it up at the end. But let's get into the conversation here. So what happened to Matty Ice and the Colts offense? I've got bathtub, Liberace's piano, and baby food. And we will combine all of these things together, and we will make a marginal 
marginal Maller monologue, and we're going to do that right now. So let's get right to it, not waste any time, no dilly-dallying, and away we go. So first of all, now we mentioned that, in fact, on Benny versus the Penny on the podcast over the weekend, that we were not sold on Matt Ryan. Even in a week where Indy put up over 500 yards of offense against the Texans, he was pretty rotten, pretty rotten for 75% of that game, only going into Masterpiece Theater late in the game. But it was not enough to get a win. There was only a tie in that game. So we are not surprised that Matt Ryan needed a bathtub. Uh, And, uh, of course, he needed a bathtub because he needed a flea bath. Uh, That's what he needed because he was a dog with fleas there. Ryan uh, put up a wretched stat line, absolutely wretched stat line, Uh, In this game, uh, how bad was it? Uh, Completed barely 50% of his passes, averaged six and a half yards per attempt, sacked five times, obviously no touchdowns. They didn't score a touchdown. Three interceptions and a passer rating of 34.0. This is a friendly reminder that he would have been better off spiking every single pass into the ground. His passer rating would have been higher. He would have been more efficient if a quarterback takes every single snap drops back and throws the pigskin, the duke, into the ground on every play, that equates to a 39.6 passer rating. And Matt Ryan, the rotting carcass of Matt Ryan, had a passer rating of 34.0. So all that talk that Matt Ryan would find the fountain of youth in Indianapolis Clearly, that was some hot talk. Not true at all. Uh, Not true. The um, Matt Ryan we saw was very similar to the Matt Ryan we've seen in Atlanta. And uh, it's not just Ryan, though. Jonathan Taylor, the reigning rushing champion, had more rushing attempts than yards for the first half of the game. Uh, He had five attempts for four yards against the Jacksonville defense. And things did not really improve from that point forward. Taylor, Mr. All-Pro, All-World running back last year, he finished with 54 yards total on nine attempts in a shutout by the Jacksonville defense. Now, secondly, with the Colts sitting at 0-1-1, RGM Chris Ballard and Coach Frank Reich in the danger zone. And I am nodding my head. Yes, I am nodding my head. Yes. It's only two games. What's the big deal? Says the class is half full crowd. I'll tell you what the big deal is. Okay. You got to look at what this schedule was. Okay. What the schedule was. And look at what they did last year. Indy was gift wrapped these first two games on the schedule. Santa said, Merry Christmas in September. We're going to give you a couple tomato cans. You'll get some tomato cans to begin the year from the schedule gods. And there they were, the Texans. A joke of a franchise, the Texans. The Jacksonville Jags. Fatten up early. Fatten up on the hostess schedule. Cupcakes. Everyone get a cupcake. Get that, that cream filling right there in the middle. That's the that's schedule. And what do the Colts do? They started a bonfire and burned those gifts into a big lump of coal. And so Jim Ursay, now we know Jim likes to be irrational at times, and he's somewhere in the corner of the room hyperventilating. Last time Indianapolis played in Jacksonville, we remember that was the last week of the regular season, and that epic meltdown by Carson Wentz, which led to his dismissal. 
and led to Matt Ryan coming in. So Jim Irsay, after that game, called in Chris Ballard and Frank Reich. He's not the most level-headed owner from what we know of Jim Irsay, and I would think that he needs a paper bag and an oxygen tank, and it's in the best interest of Frank Reich and Chris Ballard, the people in charge there of the football side of the Colts, that somebody auction off Liberace's piano because uh, we, Ursay needs a distraction. If he can get his hands on Liberace's piano, he won't fire Frank Reich or one of his assistants or Chris Ballard. He needs a distraction. Take him to the candelabra. He needs a distraction, right? Uh, talk him off the ledge. Now, following the meltdown to close the 2021 season, Ursay could have gone any direction to get a quarterback. Could have gone out, try to get Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo was for the taking. Nobody wanted him coming off the injury. Uh, and they settled, they being Indianapolis, on Matt Ryan. That was the guy they chose to fix their woes. Why? Beyond me, I don't know. He looked like a falling star the last couple of years in Atlanta. And he's the guy that got the seal of approval from Chris Ballard and Frank Reich, handpicked. And now the 0-1-1 start. You talk about kicking a person when they are down. Down, 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 down. Only nine first downs. Speaking of being down. Nine first downs for Indy in a game they plausibly practiced all week for. 218 yards of offense against the lowly Jags. Three interceptions, two fumbles. Now none of those fumbles were lost. And so Indy. Right now, they're driving in the fast lane on the highway to hell. Football hell. And with the Chiefs and Titans back-to-back and belly-to-belly at home up next. They're looking at an 0-4 start. If something goes right, 1-3. So, in other words, it is time to update those resumes. Time to update those resumes. All right, final thought. So, on the other side, does this particular win unlock the door? Has this given you the Rosetta Stone so Jacksonville now can translate football games into victories? So I'm not there yet. My gut says no. They did give away the game last week. But this game right here is more about just the Colts' ineptitude than it says anything wonderfully about Jacksonville. And Jacksonville has been in a uh, they've been in a field of feces, field of feces as a franchise for many years hanging out in the sewer. The one constant in the darkest of dark days has been beating up the horseshoes when they come to Jacksonville. It's a birthright for the woe-begone uh, backwoods franchise and for Doug Peterson. This is a crawl-before-you-walk situation. You got to eat the baby food before you get the steak. That's how that works. They must be able to mimic this recipe going forward. I have to see it to believe it. Clear game in terms of turnovers. They play turnover-free on offense, hard-hitting defense. Trevor Lawrence, a smooth operator, driving the train, and very effective. Didn't throw for a ton of yards in this game. Didn't have a four, 500-yard passing. They didn't need to but averaged almost eight yards per attempt, 7.8, which is above average, close to great. couple of touchdowns, error-free football, passer rating over 121. That was more like the guy that played in the ACC at Clemson. That was the player they thought they were getting with the number one overall pick in 2021. Not the turd sandwich that he was as a rookie pretty much all of his rookie year. Now, Jacksonville only had three penalties, so they played a clean game. For 19 penalty yards, hard-hitting, clean football, that is a winning formula. Can you bottle that up 
and take that on the road in L.A. against a Charger team with a dinged-up quarterback and Justin Herbert, who maybe he plays, maybe he starts the game, doesn't finish the game, maybe he doesn't play at all. Who knows? It's early in the week, and then you got a date with the Eagles after that, back-to-back, and that's what's up next. Those games will tell us much more about Jacksonville than this particular game. All right, so that's that's the story on that. Now let's hear the better story in the losing locker room. Frank Reich, the embattled coach of the Indianapolis Colts, and he points out, despite being 0-1-1, don't worry, we got this. We're okay. Everything will be okay. As pathetic as that was today, I've been around long enough to know that where that is and where we need to be, the distance is not that far. How far is it? Because it seems pretty far right here. I'm looking at a map, and it seems pretty far. It seems like there's a long distance to go there. You're, I think you might want to update your, G, uh, your GPS. Uh, here's more. Here's more from the head coach of your Indianapolis Colts. And uh, here he's talking about motivation, and uh, he talked about just a, a general vibe around the team. If you would feel what it feels like during the week, um, unmotivated, is not what a word that you would characterize what our weeks are like, what this last week was like. Yeah. I love when coaches talk about how great they looked in practice because the media is not allowed to attend the practice. You can make any kind of bull crap you want up about how great you look in practice. Let me tell you something. This show probably sucks to you. You're like, why the hell is this guy on the radio? We have great production meetings there. We have a, I've had amazing – I've never had a good show, but my show prep is great. My prep for this, this crap is amazing. When I get on the microphone, it goes to hell in a handbasket. But when I'm getting ready, man, is it good. The preparation is amazing. The execution is not. Guess what? Any coach that says we look really good in practice, we're not far away, you don't get paid to practice. You get paid for the games. Nobody puts the practices on TV. They don't want me watch us. I could give a rat's ass what you look like in practice. I don't care if you sit there and use coloring books in practice if you play well on Sunday. Okay, doesn't matter to me. You can go watch cartoons at practice. I'm fine with that. Play well when it matters. I don't care about practice. I'm talking about a game, not practice. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, I don't want to say that things aren't going well for Nathaniel Hackett in Denver. <laughs> it was yes, the, you do. Oh, yeah, I do. I, Jeez. I mentioned in a previous episode, I covered his old man when he was coaching at USC, and I thought, well, he doesn't know what he's doing. And the kid, now the kid's at He was at terrible at USC. Yeah, yeah, he, he was, was bad. He was bad. And, man, Nathaniel Hackett. What a hot mess. The boo birds were chirping. Bronco fans raining down the boos on Russell Wilson, that Bronco offense. Hackett getting absolutely destroyed by the Bronco fans. But this was hilarious. Okay, the the Broncos have been unable to play a couple of plays in a row without committing a penalty. They appear to love the penalty, which is generally a sign of a poorly coached team. Is that being mean is to say that a team that commits a lot of penalties is not not a well-coached team? Because those penalties, we know how it works. You destroy drives. It does not go well for you. It's a it's a mess. Now the Broncos did win sixteen to nine. They had thirteen more penalties for a hundred yards. But don't bury the lead, my man. Don't bury the lead. All right. Well, this is where it gets even better. So the Bronco fans were so fed up with their boob coach, Bozo the Clown at coach. What did the Broncos do? They tried to help. They tried to help Russell Wilson on the offense because. The offense was clearly having some issues there against the Texans. And so the fans, uh, very, very polite, uh, they started 
chanting the countdown of the play clock to help the Broncos make sure to snap the ball prior to the clock running down. Now, this is a move out of the basketball playbook. I don't recall ever seeing this in an NFL game. Maybe it has happened, and I forget. Uh, there's a lot of things that take place over the course of time, but that was hilarious. That was hilarious. The, the fans were, like, so frustrated. The players didn't know the playcock that they just started in rhythmically counting down. We have the audio. All right, we actually have the audio. Just to prove I'm not making this up, that the Bronco fans in the first home game of Nathaniel Hackett so frustrated, they offered help to the enamored, beleaguered head coach of the Denver Broncos. (laughs) Oh, that that is a great... That's a 10. That is a 10 right there. That is a 10. All right, let's go to the phones. And let's say hello to Dick in Dayton. Boy, you talk about bad days for a football fan. Both Ohio teams go down. The Bengals lose to a backup quarterback in Dallas, and the Browns blow a two-touchdown lead in the final two minutes against the Jets. Dick won't be denied. Well, he was denied a victory here. The great, I could not believe yeah. that game. I thought which which the, one? Which one? The, the, Browns, the, the, yeah. the Cleveland game. The Browns you got game, a 13 yeah. point lead with a minute to go, and then you blow it. Who'd you blame? I don't know. I, I, I just yeah. couldn't figure that one out. I said, come on, guys. Come on. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just, just disgusting. Now, you've but, had a lot of great moments as a Browns fan over the years. Where does this rank as a Browns well, fan? Well, I think it's a, another heartbreaker, but I think Thursday night, Pittsburgh lost, but I think they're going to be up for Pittsburgh. I really do. Yeah. I think they could be up for Pittsburgh. So you think all they'll the, get get up for their division rival? Yeah, I okay. think they all can. Right. But although I was one, I was just a little bit, but the Bengals made a pretty good second half comeback. You know, I thought they did. You did. At the end there, it just looked kind of bad. But, you know, I just, how the Browns did that. But, you know, here's a, you want a fun fact on the Bengals? Dixler, they call me. So Cincinnati now, the first team in the Super Bowl era to start out 0 2, despite being at least a seven-point favorite in each game. It's never happened before. Your Bengals. I know. Dick and Dayton. Big favorites in both games. Loss, loss. Yeah? Yeah. I'm a little worried, you know, they play the Jets this week. And they better they better be prepared, I'm telling you, because you don't want to be zero and three, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, if, if they do lose that game, would you be calling for someone to be fired? No. No. Okay. No. Okay. No. You love no. His name is Dave, and he's known as Dave. Right. Uh, Any gigs over the weekend? Any performances? Anything at all? Yeah, we have uh, we have a performance next uh, next Monday with the oh. Beaver Creek Summers at one of the nursing homes over by the Dayton Mall. Okay, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been really nice. And uh, oh, I got to talk to uh, they got a little show up in Columbus, the sister station uh, WTVN. And I talked to Boots, Mindy, and uh, Kayla, and uh, who? Wanna, who? Oh, they they have a little show about uh, the Browns, and oh, uh, okay. I've never heard in. of them. 
Now, they you, were kind of down in the dumps about the Browns. Never heard of them. Did you call the Browns postgame show after the game? Did you? I, you ben, know. I tried. I oh. tried to get through a '92 the fan, you know, with Jeff and uh, sure, freaking Andy. Yeah, Jeff. They Bell. wouldn't take your who? call. Don't they know who you are? Yeah, they do. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Well, maybe yeah. they, maybe they blocked the phones out. They were so embarrassed they didn't want to take any calls. Possibly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna try today though. Right. I thought I'd check in. All Have right. A good day. All right. Bye bye. Why? All right, there he goes, Dick and Dayton, where he Dick's goes. right up there, though. He absolutely is. It was one of those friends and family days on Brown's postgame where the you know, friends and family of the team call up, no outsiders. Although Dick and Dayton is not going to be critical. Why, why would he be critical? He's not going to be critical of anybody, right? He's, hey. he's Dick the, won't be denied. He's the Dickster. Oh, I, for, I failed to get into the elf. Maybe he blames the elf at the 50-yard line there for the Browns. Maybe that's it. An evil-looking elf. All right, it's Ben Maller's show on Fox. We'll take some more calls. Also coming up a little bit later in the hour, we will have Maller's Mountain, uh, Maller's Militia Feud, not Maller's Militia Feud. Not, still not, no trash, huh? Yeah, we're still waiting for trash. He promised he was going to go down the mountain in Hawaii. It's still much earlier in Hawaii, and we have not heard from trash. So, You want to bet he'll call up? Two days from now, so I told you if the weather was bad. We looked at the weather forecast. Perfect conditions in Honolulu. I know he lives on a mountain, but anyway. Ooh. All right, we will press on. Let's get over, though, right now to the news desk. And when news breaks, this man puts it back together with tape and glue. Eddie Garcia. By the way, the, the Queen's funeral is uh, is starting over there I across know. the pond. Very... Am, am I a bad person to yes, think that are, a yes. funeral should not be a made-for-television spectacle? I feel like a funeral should be like a private thing. I, uh, she's bad? a pretty public figure, I believe. I so, understand that. You know. But you can have like a public memorial, but like actual like funeral funeral, I feel like should be friends, uh, you know, family, relatives. Well, can... I don't think they're going to have, you know footage of her being dropped into the no, ground but isn't this a place to be seen if you're in the political world oh every every there, right every yeah, head every, of state oh yeah they're all there i don't think they're the leaders there. of north korea russia and china are there but the other uh, countries are racist all there. Mm, pretty much everyone out, else uh, yes yeah and the bills and titans the uh, the the game that's the early game and uh, looking at the gambling numbers eddie Everyone thinks all you have to do is put a bet down on the bills and they'll win and cover the spread almost 80 percent of the action in favor of Buffalo. Money's pretty even Eagles and Vikings, which means they don't really care who wins because they'll win their money. But mm-hmm. big big edge. They call it the handle in the gambling world, and oh. it's uh, gambling lingo, Eddie. It's like uh, all on the bills. Very good. Buffalo. Here we go, Buffalo. Where the Buffalo roam. And now I'm officially required to say, yeah. back to Ben Maller in the TireRack.com Fox Sports Radio studio. That's right. We've got the greatest rack in radio, TireRack.com. You need tires. There's nowhere else to go. TireRack.com, the place to be. Check it out. All right, it's Ben Maller's show. Let's go to the phones and let's say hello to Marcel in Brooklyn. Hello, Marcel. Oh, I'm so sorry, Ben. That was my new tablet set to almost try to get to crash, but that's okay. What? What? (laughs) That's okay. Marcel, shouldn't, shouldn't you be covering the Queen's funeral right now? What are you doing on the air here? I feel like you have other business to get to. That's what you said. TV and radio is definitely in private, but but for the Queen's funeral, watch. I'm watching it now from the YouTube channel instead. Is so, it is it uplifting? 
Uh, it's lifting in everyone's hearts. You should know Absolutely, about that. Sir. So, okay. Good morning, Eddie, Roberto, um, Daddy G, filling in for Coop Loop. Breaking news yes. on the Twitter milestone. Can you dig it? Breaking news from Fox Sports. And almost getting into 800. That's almost getting into 800. So bear with me, folks. Wait, 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 wait. Are you doing breaking news on how many people are following you? Yep. No, 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 no. That's not breaking news, Marcel. It is. No, 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 it's not. That's not breaking news. That's good for you, but that's not really breaking news, Marcel. It's always going to be a random act of kindness, Ben. So 795 followers. And, and Marcel's, Marcel's a great follow because every once in a while he'll give out his home address and you, you can you know, send him some. Believe it or not, there will be no hope. There will be no address and oh. no phone number instead. So okay. keep it away what's from your, it. What's your, what's, your number, what's your number? Nothing. Oh, nothing. Zero. Okay. Oh. Ever just said to what, since All I right. was tweeted it, no, once again, there will be no. All right, we must hurry. We must stuff. hurry up here. I am on a tight. Parmesan. I know. Oh, is that the answer? Chicken Parmesan. Is that it? Get ready for some food picks, you know, and the teeth for what's coming up on the show. A new dawn, a new day. It is September still in a full effect. So, Mala Militia. Let's get into it. And I want to give all of you, including Ben, Denny G, Eddie, and Roberto, to follow me. Because Justin in Cincinnati, who joins us now, he got Twitter with all those nudity and all those cursing stuff. Uh-uh. This is not true. This is not respect. And he joins us now. So, Justin, good morning to you, my friend. What is your food pick from last night? The only thing longer than this funeral was a Brian Finley update. And now it's down to 794 followers because I'm unfollowing your ass. Whoa. Hey. Wow. I think you had a cheeseburger. That is not respect. I don't respect you. I don't respect myself. No, no, no. That is not respect. That is not respect. Cursing for that on the radio is inappropriate. What do you think we should do to Justin, Marcel? Do yourself a favor, Fox Sports Radio family and Malin Militia, to block him right away. All right. All right. Please. Did, did you have no. I, I'm going to go uh, pizza. Okay, that's what Rob says. And you know what? The mix match for him, as always. So, fingers crossed for that. Eddie. Uh, let's go with uh, chicken patty. Okay. Not a mix match for this. No, sorry, Eddie. Mm-mm. Go ahead, uh, Roberto. Roberto. Please. I'm going to say you had some sliders. Sliders? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are good. Not you a mix match. You know what a slider is? I have I never been a sliders all in my life before, but that's not a mixed match for it, Roberto. But thank you though. <laughs> thank you. And um, Denny it. G. <laughs> yeah. What do you uh, have, my friend? I think you kept it simple with beluga caviar and black truffle brie cheese served <laughs> on a gold flake infused corn tortilla. What? You you out of your mind? That's not a mixed match for <laughs> it, buddy. Your mind? Yeah, you out of your mind, Daniel? Crazy, you, man. You, Ask out. Another freak in California. What do you want from mm. me? Unbelievable. All right. Fasten your seatbelts, folks. Oh, this Come is on, so exciting. Come on. Big money. Pizza, 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 pizza. Pizza with you and Rob. Yeah, I want Eddie. I want pizza, pizza, pizza. Woo. I should have had a chicken patty, though. with you and Rob in Vegas, so I'll see you back here on Wednesday. The rest of you. Enjoy the Mahler Militia feud is next. That's ben right. Needs oh, your help. All right, I do. I thank you, Marcel. 
We we do need your calls. 877-99 on Fox. I need two contestants. We've got a good board here for Malin Militia Feud. If you'd like to play, call right now. 877-99 on Fox. Malin Militia Feud is next. My name is Marcel, and I am a one-minute man. Wow. Well, you're a four-minute man today. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.